Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. According to the doctor's wife, the TARDIS would take the doctor not necessarily where they wanted to go, but where they needed to be. With that in mind, it might be fair to assume that she was in some really sadistic moods at times, because there have been some occasions where she's taken the doctor and company somewhere it might have been best they hadn't landed in the first place. Indeed, in some rare cases like these, they do tend to make things a lot, lot worse. Sometimes, taking the mantra of never be cruel and never be cowardly can backfire on the Time Lord, and in certain circumstances, they were just a plain idiot. My name is Rich. Welcome to Who Culture, and this is 10 times the Doctor being there made it worse. Number 10. The Daleks When the audience first met the Doctor alongside Ian and Barbara in 1963, it was fair to say that he wasn't exactly the most amicable of people. In the first season of the show, he would normally be the one leading his companions into trouble, but out of that initial collection of adventures, he was probably at his most headstrong in the first encounter with the Daleks. Admittedly, if you've just gotten away from Earth the first time in a while after living in exile in a junkyard in the 1960s and then spent time being menaced by a tribe in the Stone Age, you would want to see and explore this big futuristic city. Conveniently, the TARDIS is running low on Mercury, one of the various substances that apparently fuel the ship, so maybe it would be a good idea to go to the city and see if they have any Mercury. Well, that city just happens to belong to the Daleks, who at this point were unaware of any intelligent life outside of Scarrow, and now that they know, they're going to try and conquer other races to ensure their own survival. Oh, and that Mercury shortage? That turned out to be a load of bull, and the Doctor just wanted to explore. Nice one, mate. You just doomed the universe. Number 9. Human Nature and the Family of Blood Let's be fair on the Doctor on this one. He was being chased, he was in a real panic, and he didn't have much choice in this matter. The Family of Blood would have stopped at nothing to catch him, and they would have just wreaked havoc and killed innocent people no matter where he was hiding. Just a shame that it happened to be in a quiet village on the eve of the First World War. And of course, the shenanigans involving the Doctor unknowingly masquerading as John Smith and Martha being unable to find and open the fob watch to restore his true identity meant that more lives were lost than necessary. The only fault you can pin onto the Doctor here is that he just happened to be the supposed last of the Time Lords, and the ideal source of life the family were after. People were going to die no matter what happened. This was out of the Doctor's hands, and the least he could have done during his instructional video to Martha would be to tell her what to do if he fell in love, instead of ranting about pears. Granted, they are still disgusting, but still. And never ever eat pears! Number 8. Planet of the Spiders In a rare bit of continuity for the earlier parts of the show, the Doctor's actions in a previous story come back to haunt him. As the events of the Green Death got underway, the Doctor paid a visit to the planet of Metabolis 3. However, he ended up falling foul of the local wildlife and running off almost as soon as he got there with a blue crystal as a souvenir. After his departure, Metabolis 3 ended up becoming the planet of the spiders, ruled by the eight legs who harnessed their mental abilities with the planet's crystals. And it just so happened the Doctor took the one crystal that would complete a web that would give them the immense mental strength and ability 
to invade Earth. End result? A dead clairvoyant, Sarah Jane being webbed up and hypnotized, and the Doctor dead from radiation poisoning. In fact, if it hadn't been for his mentor from Gallifrey showing up to start the process of regeneration, then that could have actually been it for the Doctor. And considering what happens in the next story, that would have led to Earth being blown up by nukes without the Doctor to stop it. Number 7. Genesis of the Daleks Morality can be a bit of a thorn in the Doctor's side sometimes. Imagine if it had been the seventh Doctor being assigned by the Time Lords to prevent the Daleks' creation rather than the fourth. He would have done it without a second thought. But this was a younger, less manipulative version of the Doctor, and regardless of the fact that this is one of the most evil races to ever have been created, not even he could bring himself to kill the Daleks. And if lore is to be believed, that burst of conscience led almost directly to the beginning of the Time War. So again, imagine if it had been Seven, who would be sure he had the right and killed the Daleks off. Scaro would have never been destroyed, and the remains of the Carlet and the Thars would have led to a peaceful existence. So many innocent lives and races would have been untouched, and the Master could actually have been the Doctor's arch-enemy as opposed to Davros. But no, Four just ensured a lot of death and misery, mostly his own. Number 6. Utopia Another case of the Doctor going and accidentally setting off an old foe. Dematerializing in a hurry upon seeing Captain Jack, the TARDIS ends up at the end of the universe in the year 100 trillion after Jack hitches a lift through the vortex. There we find the kindly elderly Professor Yana. He seems like an alright guy, doesn't he? So he can hear drums in his head, what's the big deal? Oh, he's got a fob watch like the Doctor's. Oh, Martha's drawn his attention to it. Oh, he can hear voices inside it. Oh, dear, it's the Master. So if Martha hadn't drawn any attention to it, the Master may have never come back. Or if he had, he wouldn't have been able to get very far, being at the end of the universe and all. Instead, we got the TARDIS being ship-napped, the Master's reign of terror as Harold Saxon, cannibalizing the TARDIS and resulting in the year that never was. Okay, it turned out to write for most of the human race, save the odd journalist and the president of the USA, but if you're a member of the Jones family, that's gonna stick with you forever, and that's not something you forget anytime soon. Number 5. The Ark If you've never heard of Dodo Chaplet, here's a summary of her. She was a companion of the Doctors for a little while after she mistook the TARDIS for a real police box, and her accent suddenly changed between episodes. That's it. There's nothing more to say about her. Except for the fact that in her first adventure, she accidentally caused a plague. Apparently, in the far future, the human race and the one-eyed monoids who are accompanying them on the titular Ark have no immunity against the common cold, which Dodo is carrying, and the vaccine the Doctor hurriedly produces is not enough to prevent a second wave. That sounds ir- really familiar, doesn't it? When the travellers jump forward to the end of the Ark's 700-year voyage, they find the monoids have mutinied against the humans and taken over. When the Ark arrives at its destination, it isn't long before a civil war breaks out between the humans and the monoids, and a peace agreement is only arranged after a series of casualties on both sides. To think, all of this could have been avoided if the Doctor had remembered that he could just wipe Dodo's memory, a la Donna Noble, of there being a police box that was bigger on the inside. But no, the first Doctor really just liked to kidnap people. Number 4. Dalek There's a lot of similarities between the first Dalek story of the classic series and the first of the new series. The Doctor's curiosity and or need to help out leads him to follow a distress signal to the location of Scaro's finest, and by being there, he causes it to go on a massive killing spree as revenge for being imprisoned. Before he turned up, that Dalek had no intention of breaking free and was doomed to be tortured into talking, after which it would just become another piece in the museum of Henry Van Staten collecting dust. But once it saw its arch-rival, every bit of the hate and determination to exterminate came bubbling right back up to the surface, and it now had the perfect excuse to break free. It was just sheer luck that it didn't anticipate that by feeding off Rose's DNA that it would become more human and start questioning itself to the point of suicide. At the end of the story, we have Henry Van Staten's new assistant declare to her boss that the events have led to 200 personnel dead and all because of you, sir. Not, say, because of the doctor following that signal. 
Number three, the long game. And right after the Dalek incident, the Doctor went and did it all over again, although out of the entries on this list, this is probably the most unintentional and slowest way he screwed things up. Here we have the fourth great and bountiful human empire, a peak in the period of human history at a time of prosperity. Of course, there's always something dirty behind the squeaky clean exterior, and here it's the media manipulating people below on Earth with fake news. Oh look, more relevance. Not to worry though, the Doctor and Rose are here to save the day, halting the broadcasts and ending the reign of the editor and the geographer. All well and good. Humanity can get their independence back. Everyone's a winner, right? Wrong. Turns out at the end of series one, humanity didn't know what to do with itself and the economy crashed, governments became more useless than usual, famine and natural disasters are plenty, and what do we eventually get instead? Unwilling participants in game shows with a more lethal spin, all for the purpose of entertainment and ratings, or so we think. The worst part about it though is it meant Big Brother stayed on the air for a long time. It's not a bad idea seeing contestants get killed off from that, but come on doctor, did you really have to doom us to more Big Brother? Number two, Mind Warp. This might be a bit of a stretch considering this is part of the trial of a Time Lord arc. Over the course of the season, it is established that the evidence being viewed by the jury has been tampered with to make the Doctor look overly callous and worthy of being executed. Admittedly, not a hard task considering this is the boisterous sixth Doctor. We can't know for certain just how much of this was actually the Doctor participating in crude experiments and how much of it was fabricated. However, given that we see him instigate a full-scale rebellion and tamper with time to the point that Time Lords have to interfere and get the Doctor out of there for his trial and set up events so that everyone including Perry is killed off, it's safe to assume the Doctor did a substantial amount of damage. After all, he was on trial for meddling with established events and it got to the point where the Time Lords had to do the same in order to put things right. At the end of the day, regardless of the truth, the Doctor being there sparked a chain of events that led to the Time Lords having Perry killed. Definitively. Absolutely. Definitely. Maybe. Oh. Okay, she... She got married to Brian Blessed. Right. Number 1. World Enough and Time and the Doctor Falls Missy was great, wasn't she? During Series 10, like the Doctor, part of us genuinely wanted to believe that she was on the path to redemption after all these years, but things would have had to come to a head eventually to prove that she was indeed on the right track. So the Doctor takes her to a space station beside a black hole, with Missy playing the Doctor and Bill and Ardol playing her companions. Meanwhile, the Doctor himself spectates from the comfort of the TARDIS. And how does that work out? A crew member finds them and Bill gets her chest caved in by a laser blast. Not a good start. By the end of the adventure, we find the Saxon incarnation of the Master has been sparking the genesis of the Cybermen and tempts Missy back to the side of evil before the two end up killing each other, while Bill gets fully converted. The Doctor is mortally wounded twice and Nardole is trapped in a war against the armies of Cybermen who will eventually kill him and the innocent villagers under his care. Kind of like what was happening to the Doctor on Trenzalor. The Doctor was desperate to get his friend back but he should have known better than to let her off the leash like that and maybe could have checked for any better scenarios to insert her into. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.